about January 1st at midnight is the look on the guy at Walmart's face when it's 12.01 and you're like, I want to fish. Let's go, let's go. Do you really shoot the, shoot the halibut once you get him close to the surface? We just shoot the halibut every Thursday. Fellas, get back in that current. <laughs> I love it. I hate That's alright. I hate me too, but it's okay, right? <laughs> like a really fat branch, definitely. <laughs> Should we just fast forward to the part where I say, so you got skunked? <laughs> I have a yeah. question for you. So you came to yeah. the right place, but no, I listen. <laughs> And we are back. You were listening to the Rotten River Pursuit podcast. Podcast. Sitting in the current. Oh, yeah. Boy, that sounds good. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You can trust them. Mm-hmm. I'm Ryan. Who do I got with me tonight? This pick. I'm Steve. I'm Catfish. And I'm Will. What's going on, boys? How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing good. How's everybody else here tonight? Great. I'm frustrated. I'm missing a button on my flannel. What happened, buddy? (laughs) I don't know. It's my favorite flannel. And it just turned up missing. Son of a gun. Flannel gremlins live in my closet. Huh? Were yeah. you wearing that when you were on the kayak? Yeah, maybe it's in the bottom <laughs> of the kayak. <laughs> yeah. Potomac. I think yeah. it was in... I have one of those dryers that eats socks. Yeah. Oh. I have 400 socks and none of them have yeah. any matches. <laughs> that was maybe an appetizer before the sock. Yeah, I think it eats buttons. Now, here's a question I got for you, Catfish. Mm-hmm. Check on the side of that shirt that has the buttons. Yeah. Check on the inside at the bottom. Is there any spare buttons? There was. I sewed it on this sleeve oh, no. and I lost that one too. <laughs> <laughs> and I know where I lost that when a dog ate it all. So most of your button down shirts come with at least two spares. Listen, if you're a true outdoorsman, you uh, have a favorite coat or hoodie yeah. that lasts forever. Yeah. And this one is wearing out quickly. Well, you it's, weld with it. You do it's the, almost to the end it. of forever, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, Goodbye, my you love. You asked how we were doing. I'm I'm sorry. with my one of my true loves is this old flannel. I'm sorry to hear that. Speaking of true loves, Ryan. Yeah, bud. Why don't you tell us about this month's sponsor? Ah, good idea, Stevie. <laughs> That's me. This month's episodes are brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC lubes were designed and developed to protect and lubricate your firearms, your bows. Your tree stands. Heck, all your outdoor equipment. What about fishing rods? Absolutely fishing rods, Stevie. You know it. No way. You know it. Guys, I'm telling you, this stuff was originally designed to use an automotive undercoating. Now, don't get more corrosive than that. I heard that. That's true. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Does it leave a film or residue? Absolutely not, Brian. No film, no residue. This stuff isn't going to harm the bluing on your firearms, any other kind of finish you got on any of your other outdoor products. This stuff is the ticket. And what now wait. I bet it freezes. It does not freeze, Bucky. What? But there's one more thing I got to tell you about. This stuff will also act as a cover scent. You got how many, me. How many times have you ever taken a well-protected and lubricated piece of equipment in the outdoors? It stinks, boys. It yes, stinks. It does. Not this stuff. They got the earth and the pine cover scent. 
mixed right into the lubricant. Wow. They Come thought on. of everything. That's right, guys. Make sure you head on over to pfcoutdoors.com. Check out everything they got going on over there. Pick up some of that lube. It's the ticket. Oh, so what's been going on? You know, I think that you, Mr. Pikorowski, what? and you, Mr. Will Miser, Don't look at me, have some splaining to do. You boys just uh, got back here recently, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you boys at? We went out to the ATAs. Indianapolis, Indiana. The Archery Trade Association Show. Is that right? Yes. How was it? It Fill me in. Catfish and I, unfortunately, were unable to attend. Uh, but I was been dreaming about that Rambo bike ever since we were there. <laughs> it's they have test tracks now, like, and there's multiple bike e bike manufacturers now. So mm-hmm. there's mo- around the they have tracks, yeah, around the perimeter. Uh-huh. Each of the, those bikes have their own test areas, so oh. it's it's just like shooting a bow, uh-huh. only they're e bike areas. They have like built up little Ramps little hills, and, yeah, uh-huh. hills. Yeah. Oh, get off some sweet out. jumps. I thought Catfish got to there ride was his one in the that circle. Was like a, uh, <laughs> it looked like a uh, kids park or whatever. Yeah, and I so desperately wanted to <laughs> ramp that thing. Yeah, but I, I didn't. I was a good boy. You contain mm. yourself. You've good got on you. you've got some good self control. How about because people were watching? Is that what it was? Yeah. There wasn't enough people watching. <laughs> oh. yeah, I, I he only performs his stunts in front you of draw large a little studio crowd, audiences. I'll get the nerve. But those gotcha. things, are, the one, uh, that Baku, yeah. it, they tout that they have the most torque in the industry okay. on huh. their bikes. And, uh, uh, you know, if you, you could probably get that up to speed pretty quick, so you wouldn't need a big runway. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, the manufacturer's largest payload per, yeah. per tonnage yeah, type. It's like a... What are you hauling with that? V6 Ford or something. I was going to say, it has to be pretty impressive, because the Rambo bike took off in third gear. Yeah. Off it went. I can't imagine having more torque. No, yeah. Say, yeah. They, 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 but they tout that. I mean, they're probably similar, but I'm, I'm not... I didn't check the old specs on them but they they had mentioned you know actually using it to help drag your game out mm-hmm. so it had that much torque oh, that wow. much power yeah remember that package you were looking at came with the little trailer oh he said you could pull my your kayak with it yeah, yeah. Hmm. huh how about bows y'all shoot some of the new bows so i had to this is funny to me Uh-oh. maybe just me maybe you guys can weigh in we'll be the judge of this <laughs> well, Pick wasn't Pick wasn't into shooting bows. Really? And I had to get so down far, to the bottom funny. of it. I didn't understand why. He was afraid to pick one up because he didn't want to have to go buy one. You got 120 percent. <laughs> I feel your pain, buddy. That's it. That I said, it. "Why did you come?" I was reluctant to a trade show, <laughs> an archery trade show. If you didn't, I don't want to buy it. I was. I was. <laughs> the last bow the I picked up and shot, reasons. I bought. And I don't want to have to pick up another one and like it, and buy. I want to buy it. Why are you on a podcast? Why do you go to a trade show? Like, like you got to be able to tell people what you did a little bit. Yeah. So eventually, he started shooting, but I couldn't. We spent over three quarters of the first day him not shooting, just avoiding. He didn't even look at him. Divert your eyes. 
Oh. It's like the, the the things he touches is tied to his wallet, and then <laughs> and everything there's the newest yeah. coolest stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, it would be tough. Yeah. They have crossbows, recurves, they, everything. They, they had, had everything. Allergy. They had everything. Yeah, that was, was the big thing. Was the crossbow innovation is just going berserk right now, and I don't know what. I mean, obviously there's one company that is really kind of driving it tugging at your smaller, heartstrings right smaller now. faster mm. lighter smaller it's more accurate the raven crossbows but there's a lot of bows out there now that are looking that have that similar design that you know small limbs tighter everything um did you see how fast it, man they, they are so fast these are almost the bull pub small ones you're talking about, the little ones. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, when they're, Did you see what they're pushing, the brand new ones pushing. Four thirty, four fifty, four fifty, four fifty. I mean, when smoking. they, when mm-hmm. someone is, you know, shouldering that and they shoot it, it just smack, and it, you can't even see the bolt. I mean, of course no. they're shooting at, you know, fifteen feet, but it is just unbelievable. And we how talked, fast they are. We talked, you know. I talked five years ago or whatever about deer jumping strings. With that was back, uh, you know, at, at thirty yards, a deer can hunker down or pop up, throw yeah. your shot off a little bit, and um, you know that's back when if you had a three hundred foot per second bow, yeah, yeah, it was smoking and you had something, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you have to worry a lot about that kind of stuff. That takes a little bit of that yardage creak out of. I mean, you're talking four, what'd you say, 450? So it's yeah. making that 30, 35-yard shot like 20 yards yeah. before you, they yeah. can jump it. You've got a single pin at that point yeah. out to 30, 35 yards. And you, they're making broadheads that, are, that, that won't open, you know, mechanical broadheads that won't open at 450 feet per second. So you can't even put a regular broadhead on without expecting it to, you know. Right. Wow. It's it, it's getting wicked. I would love. It's to been see wicked, but it's getting crazy. More wicked. More wickeder. More, more wickeder. Don't we say this every year? Where are they going to go from here? They can't. Uh, uh, yeah. There's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to go. Here they do. <laughs> the race to 500. Yeah. Next year. No, I, I the second day I did pick up the new Matthews the 2020. Uh, oh, I want to hear about yeah this. the uh, did VXR. you buy yeah the VXR, VXR. and. I, did you already put your order in? Well, <laughs> you're speechless, so you have to buy it. It it is so smooth. It is. I mean, like you, like we were just saying, how much better can they get? But they do. How much they do? I mean, the, the the risers a little bit longer, like a target bow, which then makes the limbs more parallel. So you have that more stable platform, but you don't lose. Uh, you know, your draw angle isn't any sharper so you know it shoots just like a regular archery bow would but it has that feel of a target bow mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. and it's, it's so stupid quiet oh, man. again we said it last year yeah. because we, you know with with the verdicts this one's quieter yeah and i don't know how they did that yeah yeah, they, they, they had some more recesses, uh, you know, or machining taken out of the riser. So even with a bigger riser, um, it's not any heavier. 
I um, everybody's got specific things they like in a bow or how I like a longer riser, but that's me. Yeah. Well, that to, the, to the, me, I just that like was it. another theme that you're seeing longer risers now. Like that, they're going back to it. Yeah. They're there for a while, the compacting was everything. Um, you know, for tree stand, you know, maneuverability, hunting up in the yeah, tree and yeah. stuff like that. But well, but I think accuracy that, and to me, I find a longer risers more forgiving. Yeah, exactly. I, I just right. I feel that way from my old target bows. Yep, they're making a bunch of versions. I, I guess what you could say, and I think I've said it before, is just they're so modular right now. Like they're just, it might be a, a tiny mod that they throw on with like Matthews or just build into the cam. You know, Hoyt's going with you know just picking a. A letter, basically. You're not really buying. You're not really <laughs> yeah. buying a bow anymore. You're buying multiple bows in one bow yeah. because yeah. of the different right, right. things you. Oh yeah. Hmm. There's characteristics. The new bows. There's characteristics of each bow in that one bow you're buying. Correct. So you're like you said. You're buying multiple bows. You can set that thing up, change your 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 arrow length and the type of arrow that you're shooting, and take that out on a 3D course. And there's your target bow. Well, here's the thing. Do you some of the newer bows because. Uh, I got some nice bows, but do you think some of the newer bows with my arm injury would allow me to grow back into the bow? Like I, I could probably shoot it at lower poundage and build my strength back up. I yes. would encourage you to to at least look into it because it they, they get down pretty low and yep. still shooting fast speeds. And they're shooting, yeah. fa- they're yeah. shooting plenty fast. Yeah, and the, the variableness, if that's a word, yeah, it is, of, totally. of these bows and the way that you can set them up, it actually, it mm-hmm. th- that's it. It actually um, it helps with the resale value of these things. You know, oh, yeah. you you don't necessarily need to get a right-handed bow at a twenty-eight inch draw that's sixty to seventy pounds, and that's the only type of person you could sell it to. That's it. Yeah, you know, it, it opens up a lot of options. And you had mentioned about longer risers. It's one of the things you got to think about is the technology advances been made that have been made in the the limbs. Early to bed, early to and rise. The, and the camps? Yes. Mm-hmm. Early to bed, early to riser. Riser. Um, <laughs> just because you're getting the longer risers doesn't necessarily equate to longer axle to axle just because of the way that the limbs are built now. And you've got that, that beyond parallel yeah. limb design. Yeah. So a longer riser doesn't necessarily mean longer axle yeah. to axle anymore. It's, yeah. it's crazy and, and, some of the things you're seeing. And then, like, you know, to your point, Ryan, that the cams are made and machined such that mm. you don't have that steep string angle. Yeah. Most people are worried about that pinching of the of the knock and the yep. string angle. I mean, the cams are almost. Yeah, I'm not gonna say almost no one because there are still a couple out there that that look like it, but you don't see those teardrop cams or those hatchet cams that you used to see anymore. Almost everybody's in the nearly round, round. cam. Yeah, it's amazing. Limbs. Even two cambos. Two almost completely round cams. Yeah. It's great stuff. Limbs are at an all time shortness. Yep. Like they're and they're, the load that they're putting on those things are just insane. Yeah. Yes it is. Yeah. Insane. Had we tried to build that in the garage in high school, they would have blew up. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> in our faces. Yeah. But I mean, when you're talking about even if you try to build one today in the garage, it might do that too. <laughs> Still might. The carbon technology and the the glass technology of the limbs and stuff is there's so many multi you know layers. It's the strength of it's ridiculous. Oh, it's silly, silly. 
and they can keep taking away more and more of the riser, and it's still as strong. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, it just won't be a riser. I think that uh, I don't know how that'll work, but there'll be anti gravity limbs. <laughs> it's just a handle. I'm just saying that they can't go anywhere else. It's just a handle, and you imagine the riser. Yeah, yeah. Picture the riser looking like this. Yes. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be using the forest to mm-hmm. drop deer. I've been doing that for years, bud. <laughs> oh. uh, this is not the doe you're looking for. You That's what I said mind. to my buck this year, right before I squeezed the trigger. <laughs> he believed you. <laughs> One thing that did catch my eye, switching switching gears, yeah, is uh, the the saddle systems that companies are coming up with um for your tree stand tree stands yeah, yeah tree stand options there's a, a saddle or harness system i couldn't help but notice because there's people everywhere and you had to they were talking in the, the hall you know you couldn't really escape it like it was yeah. just people everywhere uh i'm not i personally am not into it but like a lot of guys are like i can see the advantages i just i don't know that uh can you I, explain real quick to the listeners what yeah. you're talking about? I'm yeah, sorry. So basically, the the, the 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 saddle stand or saddle system is a general term, but the one company that was there that we we uh, demoed or looked at, at least I demoed and got into the unit, was Tethered. It was the brand, and they had the small, probably 20 by 20 platform as your, quote, stand, mm-hmm. and then you had a... As your, door, as your foot base okay. that wrapped around the tree like a regular you know platform tree stand would um, you had a uh, a lineman's belt or or harness um, no, you said you, it right linesman's belt's about that, right yeah, yeah. L- wrapped around your 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 waist and your legs and uh, you used climbing sticks to climb up the tree uh, when you got to the to where your height that you the desired height that you wanted to you had a rope that wrapped around the back of the tree you clipped in and basically you sat in this harness mm-hmm. um, with the, with the small platform in front of you so you were actually probably at you know a 35 to 45 degree angle leaning away from the tree looking at the facing tree, the tree. Yep. facing the tree and hanging out there and this um, is what we say about where can they go next with yeah. tree stand technology yeah here we are and 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 the, 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 the they go kinda, from these like penthouses in the sky yeah. to like n- almost a minimalistic nothing. type yeah. of it's, you know uh, that's a gear. good word for it minimalistic, minimalistic approach. yeah and and the, the the angle is or the the, the pitch to prospective uh, customers is it, it, it's lightweight i think the whole system weighed right around 14 pounds the stand the belt uh your your ladders itself and if the you ladders. get rid of the sticks and actually climb with gaffs uh-huh like not even not even like a lineman's gaff, not not two, you know, uh, one on each foot, like a J gaff, where you have two inches of steel out each side. You could put a four peg gaff on, which is actually four points coming off a single J peg off your leg. Yeah. So on both feet total, you'd have eight little spikes, uh-huh. which don't do as much damage to the tree, but it'll still stick into the bark far enough. So you could get rid of the climbing sticks and virtually climb the tree and use the same system down the road yeah i'm not saying you could or should but i would, right. I would imagine options that check, would get rid of some those. of that 14 pound weight <laughs> check yeah. those regs yeah i, yeah. I think it is like you're it's true stay forest you're not damage the tree but that's the kind of thing 
Like those are options. Yeah. Those They'll are make rubber gaffs. Yeah. yeah. Technology. Yeah. Soon. And I think the belt itself, just itself, the harness was around a pound. It was like yeah. fifteen it, it's, ounces. So it's, it's pretty light. There, I I don't. What I don't know is that tree saddle technology has been around for a decade or more. Probably more. I think it was it was probably closer to fifteen, at least. 12 years ago that I saw him at uh, what used to be the Eastern Sports and Outdoor Show Correct. Yeah. in Harrisburg, you know, our great American Outdoor Show. Um, I remember seeing them there, and it was probably three or four pounds at that point. It was this big, heavy leather deal that you sat it in. It was more of a lineman's belt. It was, it was a lineman's belt slash rock climbing harness combination that was industrial strength sewn together. Mm-hmm. Um still pretty cool it's it's a neat idea the minimalist approach though isn't so much the weight as it is you know you're strapping it on just like you would a full body harness today Mm -hmm. most guys are putting that on at the truck hiking into the woods with it only now you're literally hiking it in wearing your stand but instead of slung over your back that you have to take it off and you get to the tree like you're already in it yeah yeah, you hit the tree and you just a couple steps, couple steps up you go. If somebody wanted to go look at it right now, what would they look up on, like if, Google or whatever? If you just, say they want to see what we're looking at, yeah. If you go, to, if you go to, I believe it's tethered dot com and it's T E T H R D was that particular brand. But if you if you just searched, uh, you know, saddle tree stand, um, I could see a lot of different allures, if I if you will, for this. Um, Actually, just for one, some guys want the next challenge. A lot of yeah. like old school archery guys or or new up and coming young right, bucks right. that want to like a, I want to do this because it's a challenge. Yeah, but I can also see because I, I like to look at both sides. I can see some downfalls to it as well. As somebody like myself who I have some legitimate back issues. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of my downfalls to that is I like it. I want to try it. But I don't like it because I don't think I can do it. Yeah, and if, if that makes sense, I like, think I'm that I'm there. I'm yeah, in his camp, a hundred percent. I don't. I don't like Lamborghinis because I'll never have one. Think I could? <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm the, I'm the same. You know, I, I you hate Lamborghinis because I'll never own one. I, but I, if you gave me one in camo with 38 inch rockers on it, I would drive that sucker a day. Yeah, those rockers hold salt. I hope he gives you one because I want to drive my truck over the top of one so bad. <laughs> the, the, they just rust because it holds the salt. <laughs> it's planned obsolescence on Lamborghinis. Part. Good point. I Good don't want to ever see anybody. We talk so much about tree stand safety, yeah. and I'm not going to down any of this because I don't no. know enough about it to talk about it. But parts of it seem gut instinct unsafe unless you practice with it at a low height absolutely well, and, yeah. absolutely yeah I, I, I was i was in it for probably a minute and um you know i i didn't feel like i are was you f- like like what i can't wrap my head around I, I, is the movement that it would take to get in position to shoot in some instances compared yeah. to slowly standing up and using your knees to maybe kick a seat folded back is that like that's not or just standing when you hear something correct you know or like what the, you're already like, standing yeah there there's there's arguments to be made yeah pros and cons i that's would definitely I agree that you should practice with it but if you go and you watch some of the videos of of how these guys can maneuver in this and if you guys write the show i'm sure they were doing like yeah. people were demonstrating this stuff 
Um, pick was in it. They're and, climbing in them. Right. But I mean, like somebody who knows, oh, yeah. not pick, somebody yeah. knows how anybody, to use one. But, yeah. Right. Understood. So, but I'm sure that they were demonstrating how you can adjust yourself, your body position against that little platform and you can get different angles covered. There's, with a little bit of practice, I'm sure you can maneuver around and do these things. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say as far as safety goes, there's no option to not be connected to the tree from the time you leave the ground. That is correct. Unlike every other stand I've hung or hunted out of, I don't use the Lyman's or the um, the lifeline on all my stands. Mm-hmm. I have it on some, but I don't use it on all my stands, even though I should. I have stands where I climb in where I'm not connected to the tree till I'm the at hunting height and yeah. clip in. And that's perfect, and that's why I digress. I won't, I'm just saying opinions from what I've seen. I've not used it. I've not been in it. Uh, I don't know enough about to intelligently yeah. talk about it. Yeah, my gut instinct looking at it, a younger me would have went full bore tilt oh, onto yeah. thing. Yeah. I've been hunting yeah. out of it every day till my legs, <laughs> you know, look two. like tree stumps. <laughs> but it also looked to me like it could be abused or yeah. not where, used yeah. in a safe manner. If or you're where too you tired. die and then crows land on you and <laughs> yeah. peck your eyes out. Yeah. But you know, so, going going sorry. back to what True. going back to what Will was saying, there is you either are standing on this eighteen by eighteen or twenty by twenty platform for hours and hours on end, or you use the saddle to lean away, stand against the tree, and at that point in time, to Will's point, the movement, if you hear or see a deer behind you or to your side, you're right, Will. You you have to have a gross amount of movement to be able to get on that deer, locate that deer. Um, you know, so uh, you can't shift think, the butt cheek and look to your correct. over your shoulder. Yeah, right. Don't right. get me wrong. I mean, those guys can be thirty foot in the air in no time or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. Whatever, but it, I still think that's just a ton of movement. Yeah, it, it's just another option. It's just another option. I mean, yep. the, the you know from from hang on to ladder stands to redneck blinds. You know, when I grew up there, nobody hunted thirty feet in the air. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, if you hunted twenty feet in the air, whenever I was young, you were the dude that's way up there. Mm-hmm. And twenty foot ladder stands is the norm, the norm now. So, yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, it, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. I'd, I'd seen it, um, you know, watched some videos on mm-hmm. it. And when I saw the the uh, the company there, I wanted to step in it and, and uh, try it out. And it, I, I don't know that's if, what the show's about. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not going to go out and buy one, but you know, now I know it's out there. I know that um, you know what it felt like to to be hanging off the side of that platform, and um, so um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting to see. I don't know what else was there. The, the, um, just like last year, the range finding bow sites yes. were still yeah. pretty big draw. Yeah, I was looking at the Garmin a little bit harder this year, mm-hmm. and I definitely looked at the Burris a little bit harder this year. And uh, the thing I like about the Burris over the Garmin was that there's an actual twenty pin, and if that site doesn't work anymore if the you know the do you mean batteries go dead <laughs> what <laughs> what yeah so i think right now with the garmin it's if i'm not mistaken it's just a glass with red dots and green dots right Correct. yes yeah and yeah. With, so with the burris it's it, it's a there's an actual 20 there's pin there's a pin 
Yeah. And then everything illuminates after it's that. It's a fail safe. Yeah. You see the uh, the AR style 22 that's on the bipods right up there on the shelf wheel? Mm-hmm. You see yes. that red dot scope that's on there? Yes. On either end of that red dot scope, there are now Magpul equivalents of iron sights that fold down because it had to actually happen before my son would believe me <laughs> when I told him that red dot sight is really, really cool until the one time that you take it out in the woods and go to flip it on and you realize you left it on last time you were hunting, never turned it off and your battery's dead. Now you've got no way to aim. Oh, yeah. Which happened on a squirrel hunt. He had no way to aim and he was very, very disappointed in himself. So we went out, got the Magpul flip ups and now he still has a way to aim even if the battery goes dead. So that's why... I love the idea of what Burris did with that site. Yeah, yeah, and that another another. I mean, there's there's different technologies between the that, that Garmin Zero, I believe it's called, and then the the, the Burris Oracle. Um, to, like Will said, that fixed uh, twenty yard pin, as well as there is no glass. There is just uh, uh, in which in, one. There's the no burst. glass in the burst. Okay. So, um, you know, snow, rain, no um, fog, no fog um, you know, sunrise, sunset, you can be, oh, the, the sun could be yeah. low in the sky and you can get a glare off of that. Um, is it a hologram? It is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So your, 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 your field of view is wide open. But then again, you have something, you know, a solid surface that could fog up or potentially, you know, God forbid you trip and fall and it could hit and break and you have nothing. You have nothing at that point, um, you know. So where the the, the Burris Oracle will hopefully have a warranty. Well, yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah. Lean on that. But Pretty the, heavy. Yeah, yeah. But the Oracle, uh, you know, again has that 20 yard um, fixed pin, no glass. Um, so you know, when you set that thing up, you know at least you have some reference yeah. at 20 yards. So what do you do? Do you have to shoot your boat and know how many feet per second it's shooting, and then plug that into the yeah, there's a, there's a sequence, and, and since we've been to the show, I've been looking at uh, and reading up on both the Oracle um, and the Garmin, and um, specifically to the Oracle, you mechanically set up that 20-yard pin just like you would any other site by moving your whole aperture up and down and left and right, and uh, then you go to, I believe it's uh, any, any yardage past 30 yards, uh, you range that, you shoot, and then you go 10 yards past that to 40 plus. You range that and then shoot. And each time you shoot at 30 and 40, there is a manual adjustment of the LED light. Say you're, say you're hitting you just dial it in. three inches low, you click the, the dot or the LED to the spot where you're hitting and then you hit a save. Well, once you've done those three points, the software triangulates. Exactly. It does triangulate. Three points. It, it knows your feet per second. It knows the arc of your arrow. And from then, you're you're golden. Mm. You just draw back, hit the button with your finger. It ranges. An LED light comes on. You put that light on the target. You hit the release, and it's dead on. Not to kick 
over a you know a, an injured turtle, but would this have helped you? <laughs> Which I've done twice in your life, or yeah. just like Tonight. recently? Do you think this might have been uh, of use to you during the your recent archery adventures in buck season? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Because I, I I was at full draw, so it, w- it would be worth the money. Yes, especially when you've just gone through rough times. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, absolutely. Is there any weight to it? It looks like it's heavy. It, that's me because I'm it looking looks at a military picture. grade, but it is not heavy. No, yeah, it, I think it weighs a little over a pound. If, am I correct? I can't remember the specs on it. Um, we'll have to we'll have to no. check the site. And no look. matter, check them specs. It, it's no matter. Don't I, I want one anyhow? Don't but here's I don't the thing: care if it weighs three pounds, you think about it, it's true. We're, we all want one at this point. <laughs> but think about. Um, when you used to shoot competitively catfish like all of that stuff that you used to put stabilizers that went about three feet out in front of your bow cross bars cross stabilizers if that is heavy if you look at it any weight that it has it's all out front it is it's exactly where you want the weight to be it's actually helpful it's distributing it now again going back to the technology advances in bows and the manufacturers know what they're doing most of your bows off the shelf are balanced damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. So that little bit of weight out front, I don't think is going to hurt. Well, nothing. next year, because of this amazing site, when the world goes nuts, they'll be building a riser specifically counterbalanced to put that on it. It, it yeah. will accommodate arrows from 200 feet per second to 420 feet per second. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, you and can't put this on your new crossbow. No. No. That's shooting 450. <laughs> However... <laughs> What are they now? This is oh, you need this, one pin this is that something anyway. that they're gonna be. You can't go to the indoor 3D range anymore. And shoot against me if you're having this thing on your bow. What no. says you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> They'll be outlawing that stuff for yeah. 3D. Th- now there, well, there I'll, are. I'll, he'll probably grab it and bust it off my thing <laughs> when you're not looking. When I'm not looking, then I'll have to use that yeah. Burris Forever warranty. What happened? No questions asked What warranty. happened to your fancy site there, buddy? They call it the catfish warranty. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm getting older. It's no different than that tree lounge thing you talked about. I get frustrated with you know, either things I can't do anymore, things I can't have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, along with the, the catfish rule, there is some states that won't allow for range finding technology, yeah. which is yeah, so dumb. You, I yeah, think, in my opinion, regs. yeah, Any, check your regs. Anything in the world that will allow you to be more, humane, more, be more, more humanely yeah. put down your yeah. prey. Like there are some states where they have these, they have the um. And Lacey swears this was her idea, but we saw them at ATA years ago. They're actually knocks that dislodge from the arrow shaft that have GPS trackers built into yeah. them, but they would lodge inside the animal with a little, little fish hook or something. And then you would follow the GPS to boop, your animal. Boop, boop. But they're illegal pretty much everywhere. So, yeah. Which makes no sense because you could find your animal better. Yeah. It's like tagging them or something. But you can put a GPS on your dog and your wife's car and And your luggage and everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. I went off the road. <laughs> Come back. back. One, one thing, though, pretty cool about this is you can cite in two different 
arrow parameters. So you you say you had a you know a, a hunting arrow that was carbon, and then you went to you know a, a, a longer, heavier, bigger arrow for an your alum, target. An aluminum arrow. Uh, yeah, you you can set a second those tree arrow trunks, profile. Your XX seventy five, XX seventy five, yeah, twenty eight sixteen. Yeah, yep. You, you push a button, go to the second. Uh, profile and it's sighted in already. Or if, it, you're, it, hun- if you're hunting Africa, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You're Africa yeah, you set, wanted a you, know. you wanted an 800 grain, you know, arrow. You don't have to sell me anymore. I already want one. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Anyway, hopefully so how about pretty. those broadheads? <laughs> it was very. I hope it's, it's pretty cool. obvious which setting you're using, though. I'd hate to get that mixed up. Like, no, it's just one or two. It goes. It, oh boy, one or two. I'll get that so all messed just, up. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to remember that, and it, it does weigh a little over pounds. Africa. Seventeen ounces. Just set up one. So it's it's one. Pa- it's I one forget. Pound. Is yeah. two my Africa setting? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> is two for my red stag hunt mm, in New Zealand? I don't recall. This one's for fifty thousand feet. <laughs> That's the voice I wanted to do. I just can't do. <laughs> That's bougie. <laughs> it sure is. I just learned that word this week. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so but uh, oh, uh, that's okay. I like I everything you big. guys are saying, and I will even allow anything that we've talked about to be your answer. But what is the thing that you saw that you know for sure you're going to purchase this I think, year? I think we already did it. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So then you can't what, use what's that. What's your second site? What's the other thing? No, I, I, I am. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, maybe I'm, I'm drinking Kool Aid. I, I really do like that that Burris site, and and I think that's. Uh, I'm destined for it. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to make that happen. Um, they dropped the price. I do know that, so that really helps too. I think the garment's still pretty. It's, a, yeah, it's salty. Upstairs. It's pretty salty. Would it, like still close to a thousand? A thousand yeah, nine eighty or nine. They were at eight hundred, but I heard that they're. It's coming down from that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that so you know I mean I don't know it just it's more reasonable than it's ever been. So. I'd say. What about this four hundred fifty feet per second crossbow? If I had one, that's it. You know what I mean that's where I'm going. That uh, I just think it's more in it, it is beyond insane, but it's more humane. Uh, there's less drop. You can shoot it. It's a more true uh, arc, uh, arrow arc or bolt arc. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, from for twenty to thirty yard shots, it's it's straighter, flatter. It, it's everything that you need to uh, the kinetic energy behind that too would have to be able to punch through shoulder blades. Oh my! That speed. I, I just think if if um, I'm With taking modern like, chisel tips and well, if I want to get somebody in the outdoors, I want to get Stevie hunting or, or Leanna picks up the bow for the first time. What? What are we gonna do? You know, I'm just. I think having the crossbow. I, I feel. Phil's a no brainer. Yeah, Both Phil has mine right now. Yeah. You know, it opens up a lot of opportunities to get people understanding what it takes to hunt a little bit, and then they can explore even more. And I, yeah. not that you're not gonna want to spend time shooting a crossbow like you do a bow, but you you definitely absolutely do. But. To me, I've shot slower crossbows, and it seems like that drop is from 20 to 30, 30 to 40, is pretty significant. 
like with a slower 300 feet per second bow um it's noticeable right you know so but and a crossbow's extremely loud compared to a bow so you know Yes, you can shoot deer at 50 yards with them. Some guys, you know, will, will do that. But it, it gives that deer an opportunity to jump that loud string noise. Because yeah. yeah. they are louder than today's modern bows. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. To, pig, to piggyback on what Will said, it, it extends your season. Your archery season comes in, you know, down in Maryland the second week in September. You know, the, those people that don't like the cold weather or so don't like... So what you're saying I mean, is you're buying one, too. <laughs> those well, it sounds like... I, I still have to kill a deer with my Matthews. So I... Then what happened? Then I'm getting, yeah. You passed. What happened? I passed too, too many much times. passing. You're not getting one this Season's year. still in. Hope is not... Who, me? ...all yet lost. Don't be taking money out of your Jet River boat fund for... No. <laughs> for I'm going, I'm going the other way with archery stuff, but I'm going to break out my recurve. I'm, 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 I'm to ready to roll with that. Are you? That needs That's, to happen because I'm. Here's the crazy thing about archery, though: is, is, is that amazing? I mean, you can shoot literally stones with homemade arrows out of a longbow, or you can go with a 450 feet per second moon crossbow, <laughs> which is, and it's all. It's actually a prototype of what uh, Chewbacca yes. shot. Yeah. It's it's all still. Huh. You know, an amazing, it's an amazing sport. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I, I, um, I thought stand, the stands, usually there's something in the stand world that Hawk's making a five pound hang on. Come on. We didn't even talk about yeah, it. Yeah. What was, what was the other brand? Lone was Wolf Lone Customs. Wolf? Lone, Wolf. Lone Wolf Customs. And they're like a, they, under seven pounds with theirs. Well, they, they made a setup with, three or four sticks three sticks i think and the stand right around f- little over 14 pounds it's like 14 and a couple ounces yeah. that's so a hike, that's a hike in you can hike you can hike that for a while yeah yeah and it was well made and but, uh you know oh so it looked beefy just, it, you, if you didn't pick it up it shocked you to pick it up yes, is what i'm when, trying to get at when you like, looked it, at it you're it like man that's stout. heavy and then you grab the hold of it and it like you raise it up to your chin level and you're like wow that's light Mm -hmm. so and that that was what you know a couple of us were talking about with the the versatility of the saddle and then you have something where you know you can have a a full platform and sticks that is comparable in weight why why would you not go with a lock-on or a hang-on stand where you can sit and get up and you know not have to uh you know have the complexity honestly some of that comes down to your comfort level what you're uh physically capable of doing Mm -hmm. some guys cannot safely Hang a hang on stand. Yeah. I, you know, it's a tricky really, thing to do. I've never it's really tough. done it. Yeah, I'm, I've I've done I've it. Sat in a bunch of them, but I've never really done it. I don't have I've a hard done time. I, know I, I have, have a hard time getting them out of the tree. The two that are up at gyms are going to stay there to the tree grows <laughs> around them because it's it's crazy. Because but when I break the strap loose and I'm holding yeah. on with one yeah. hand, it throws me off balance. Yeah. And to hold it up there on my shoulder and ratchet strap it. When the strap pops loose, there's this little sudden, and you you like got to hang on to it. Yeah. Yep. And the last time I took one off, it it was it was difficult for me. Yeah. You know, because then you have one hand on the shooting sticks and you have this lock on in your hand. You're that just trying to get to the ground. Well, song. Yeah. You know? I mean, the way to do that run alignments. 
I know. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. I know. That's just... But if you do that, then you can lean back into your harness. and Yes. You can use both hands. and. Yeah. But even then, it's not an easy task. It's not. So, How anyway. We didn't ask you anything about new broadheads you saw, any releases, any of the technical clothing. There's so much uh, to little, talk about. I looked at Badlands had a new turkey vest that turkey they're vest. coming out with. and Really? Yeah. Well, do tell. Yeah. We got time. I want to hear about yeah. this now. It, yeah, it was, it was man, I tell you what, next. that seat was about four to four and a half inches thick, and it was like that memory foam seat. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I mean, the first thing that I look at with a vest is number one how many pockets does it have and what's the seat feel like it's got tons of oh it's yeah it's and it's it's not big it's not bulky pockets for it does yeah yeah so it it was it was really nice this is one of my difficulties too we ryan just said about depends on your comfort level and your physical abilities i don't sit a whole lot when i'm in a tree stand so like the it hurts for me to sit down. I stand all day at work. I don't ever sit. I never sit down ever in eight hours. If I go out to my truck, maybe at lunchtime, I'll sit in my truck. Right. You see the seat that I'm sitting on now. If I sit in that wooden seat you're sitting in, I'd have been I'd have been dead by now. I'd have died 45 <laughs> minutes. However, I can stand on my feet all day long. So that tree stand where you stand up has that allure to me where right. well, I could do that physically, but could I really? So. Yeah. The turkey seat to me is interesting because when we hunt turkeys, we are sitting down. Yeah. And my legs fall asleep and my back, my lower back hurts and I start to fidget and I get the elbow in the rib cage and yep. stop moving. Yep. And uh, from lace or will sometimes. Or, or just go to sleep. Will knows me very well. Sometimes I'll tell him, dude, I got to stretch my back out, which means I want to take a nap. So I'll lay in the ferns <laughs> below the fern level uh-huh. while we're hunting. And you, yeah. Uh, you can teach yourself to snore turkeys, by the way. I'm teaching that one. <laughs> a snore gobble. Another yes, thing I did is, too, I wanted to bring up quick is that uh, a lot of synthetics, like guys are not, I mean, they're, they're getting away from the, the natural deer urine. You're talking scents. A lot Sense. of synthetics. Not synthetic yeah. fabrics. Right? No. no. But some of those you can't tell the difference Sense. anymore. No, there was there was a, a one. Uh, you know, he had both natural and synthetic. I, I actually thought the synthetic was the natural. It had a more aromatic. I don't know, pungent to it for the lack of a better term. I mean, it, it smelled yeah. like dough and just take him there with you. That's the oh man, I tell you taste what. tester. I love that yeah. stuff. And that yeah. stuff doesn't. I mean, it lasts longer. You don't what have to worry did about shelf life. Have they have a new dripper or something? Yeah, like. It's a drip system. Yeah, Lockdown? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah they oh, he's did. got a new, a new version yeah, of that. A new version of that. I mean, as soon as you guys were, were talking ATA, synthetic sense, Lockdown was the one that Catfish and I found that I was super impressed uh-huh. with his synthetics. It was oh. amazing. He had the bingo marker thingy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. the dauber. But now he's got a, a new drip system, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So instead of instead of just uh, you know using the applicator and putting it on a, a, a branch or tree they actually found the magic spot on the bottle and it actually has a ring a black mark around the bottle where that rope or that lanyard goes and it holds it at the exact angle where you have this steady drip Balance, balances it just yeah right. yep yep and he said this is you know we worked on this exact spot if you hold it upside down it's gonna 
not do anything at all. If you hold it too horizontal, How it's going to run out too fast. Take to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It, it was it, thirty-seven it was a, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> It was a black mark, and he said, put your lanyard right here, and hung it up in the tree, and it held it at the exact angle, and it's just this constant, steady drip, whether it be over, you know, a a mock scrape, or, you know. Why do you think all these guys are going to synthetics? um, Do you think that it, first of all, for, for people that don't really get it, like, to collect scents, True sense is yeah. is time consuming, difficult. Setup mm-hmm. is amazingly hard. Yep. Like uh, and you know they try to they Wick, even collect the bedding and things like Wick that. Wicked drip. Wicked drip. Wicked drip. Sorry about that. Oh, no, that's right. good. That's cool. That's, name from, too. that's from lockdown sense. I'm not yeah. sure who sits around and mixes things together until you get <laughs> a synthetic scent that smells huh. like Donestras. Yeah. Unless you're Ryan. However. Yeah. Once you get it, like we got it. You get that compound. You get that, quote, recipe. You can replicate it, replicate it, replicate it. Um, There's no overhead. Yeah. Once yeah. once you've put in the effort, you don't have to feed the deer. You don't have that's to. That's it. Yeah. You don't right have there. to go out and hold bottles underneath Dover them when they're peeing <laughs> and racks and let them pee in here's, troughs. Yeah. Here's the other thing, and this is the from a consumer standpoint, this is the big selling point of synthetics. They don't go bad it lasts l- much and they long. don't turn and shelf right? life on yeah. shelf life on on like natural stuff there is none there's really. it yeah. don't last long no yeah. you're talking days weeks you know hours if you crack it open yeah. you know once the air gets to it and of course everybody knows at this point that you got to have it in the, the brown glass keep it out of direct sunlight all that fun stuff but once you crack it open break the seal but the synthetic so you start breaking it. down Throw it in a dresser drawer. Next year, it smells the same. Yep. Is that yeah. what we're saying? Yep. Even even if air got to it. Yes, sir. It's impressive. Impressive technology. Where I'm going to say it again. Where are we going to go from here? Yeah. We're going to yeah. make synthetic yeah. deer next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I find ATA to be a super impressive show. Just Always. because all yeah. the newest stuff is there. It, it was my first time, and it was I, I didn't know what to expect, and. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, just head turn here, head turn there. Oh, let's go there. And on your way over to that booth, you're like, oh, I didn't know that they were here. And you take a right, and you're like, now where was I going? Next yeah. year, you're going to go with him because yeah. you have to stop and try every, every release that's in the building. <laughs> Did Pick have like like ADHD out there? You couldn't keep him focused on one thing. He just wandering. I, I had oh squirrel. I had the Off app. He goes. <laughs> the app helped me out quite a bit. There was an ATA app that I downloaded, and there are stars that you would you know mark, and then I would go to my itinerary or scheduler, and then that was listed there so that in a way that kind of kept me a little bit focused but okay then, i don't know that that's true <laughs> none of that makes sense i'll tell you what happened i'm i know like over the years maybe it's the guys have spoiled me a little bit i'm a little bit um maybe i'm a diva in a little way you know i'm used to a little it's bit your hair yeah it's got to be the hair um i'm used to a little bit like having a little bit more attention you know where i can turn around and oh dude where was that booth and and look around and and get like when i ideas and uh or or things are happening like it's got to happen in real time so like we're i'm just used to having like two dudes with me at all times at least you know (laughs) 
uh, uh, oh, we need to talk to that guy. Remember that because we're going to go over here and get that. And well, I would started to do that, and 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 I would be like, oh, pick, we got to go. Pick, <laughs> pick, Mike. Did you see pick? I have no clue where he is. Hey, Will, you gotta come over here and check this out. It's amazing. And, and and in fact, and what I ended up doing was all I had to do was double back to the other side of where we were. And he just never left. Like he never left. Like we would be at a spot and say we'd hold up for five minutes or we'd talk to somebody or we'd be looking at something very intently. And then it'd be like time to go to the ne- to find something else. And, and he would never leave. And, and I would not know that. It's cool yeah. you found out his pattern. Now. I you figured can a little yeah. bit out now. It's like, the, like I got yeah. a, a sense of... I, I, but I would double back quite a bit. Pick, yeah. Uh, oh my, God. where, where is that boy? <laughs> I, I can't, I can't say that that's entirely incorrect. Yeah, no. It, it, it stands was to reason. It was fun. You're it was, get it was one a of great them time. Monkey backpacks <laughs> and connected with a rope, <laughs> a bungee cord. And <laughs> need something. It's uh, hard to, it's hard to walk away from some stuff. It, yeah, it was, it was. But yeah. in the same token, like I, I love that. Uh, when we're talking to people that, you know, pick would get a little bit further or deeper with somebody than I ever would. And I, I do appreciate that. You know, he was, he's not afraid to ask him about their grandchildren yeah. or, or, you know, tell me about the first time you rode a unicycle. I, so I, I don't know how he, <laughs> it just comes out. It, yeah, it just comes That's out. You yeah. though. Bob Folkrod, he, he's, uh, he's a, he's a legend. He's from Pennsylvania, from Troy. And, and, uh, I turned around, I said, well, I said, I, I can you get a picture with myself and Bob? full crowd and so we walked over and he was kind enough to stand and uh, take a picture and tolerate uh, us yeah so we started talking with him and and uh you know when he started talking about his i said what's coming up for this year and uh, you know he started talking about his grandchildren you can just see a different look in his eye yeah talking about his grandchildren and get him out hunting and this and i and i saw that and i continue to inquire how many do you have what are their ages what's you. the last one he has one that's two years old he's good at it he yeah. he, he said yeah. that's the last one he i have it to me the Twice. youngest one is two <laughs> he did it to me <laughs> he said my youngest grandchild is two and there that's the last one when they turn five or six or i'm getting them out into the woods and we're getting them a deer so um it, it, I, I just love that interaction and getting that maybe little... someday we'll try to talk to him pick <laughs> we can we talk yeah. about that story i yeah. took him fishing one one time yeah and bob polkrod no you oh <laughs> yeah bob yeah that was that was last uh, thursday yeah. <laughs> call that thursday no it took you fishing one time yeah. and i ended up crying spilling yeah spilling all kinds of my mom died and my you know i lost my dog and yeah. i sit there he's catching Shep. bass it's 100 degrees out, and i looked at him and i remember i said yeah I don't know what happened. I pretty much told you all kinds of stuff I don't tell people. I I think you said, yeah, we usually fish till about 9 or 10 o'clock. It's 2.30. We're still still out in the water. (laughs) You have a way of making people do that. Let's let's take a lap around the lake, he said. Let let me show you the backside of the lake. Yeah. 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 
That's a good yeah, skill to it, have. Yeah. And it's a good place to use it, too, because there's a lot of cool people rolling yeah, around. Absolutely. I mean, I, man, to continue that story with Bob, he... he, uh, he <laughs> we, yeah, I, I, lo- I love let's it. Let's wrap up Bob a little bit. I love I it. I love there's it. other things about ATA. <laughs> he's OG. Bob's yeah. an OG. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> when Catfish and I were out there, I ran into one of my other favorite OGs. We were out, remember that we ran into Roger Raglan oh, like yeah, three yeah, different yeah, times. Yeah. We ended up chit-chatting with him. Yeah. That was, was good stuff. That's, That's a, old school. It's a great yeah. place to be. Well, I'm real proud of you guys. It looked like you had fun. Yeah, it was great. Great trip. We had some fun. We did. Did, did you eat the truck, truck uh, stop meatloaf on the way home? No. I was told to stay away from that. It's <laughs> probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah. It's a whole adventure we, in itself. Yeah. We did hit the, uh, the steak and shake, which was my first experience. I'm not been there. It, That's it was, a tradition. Yes, you have. It was very we, good. we go there every year. It was very good. Where was this? We didn't go to Steak and Shake when we in, were out. Indiana. It's 20 Every minute. year, but when you and I went. I guess. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. We didn't go to Steak and Shake. It's 20 mi- It's where we get gas coming out of the city, and it's like the first place. It's like a we had a burger and a, and a milkshake. Coming out of the city, like leaving? Yeah. yeah. We didn't follow you guys when you left because we ran it. We had some weather. Oh, you guys didn't, but Tracy and I did. Yeah. Yeah, so, we never hit the steak and shake. We, we hit the meatloaf in the truck stop meatloaf in Mountain Dew. Oh, I was going to say yeah. his his yeah. steak made my truck shake. Yeah, that's the difference. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was rough. Well, All right, no more yeah. of that. Let's. What? How much time do we have left? This is about seventeen and a half negative minutes. Okay, <laughs> that's great. Oh. We had a blast, guys. Thanks for letting us go and and putting on a show without us and. Oh, certainly. Yeah, that you guys holding down the fort means everything. I wish everybody could be there for sure. But Catfish and Logan gave us quite the story last week. So. Yeah, man, I heard that story. Well, we, re- uh, we just re- we just redid that. Story. You relived it. Yeah, it and nothing broke, and I didn't fall off. Yay! That's good. Caught yeah. bigger fish. Caught bigger fish. Logan caught a forty-five plus. Holy buckets! That thing was man. big. Do, do they take you for a ride? They they do. Even um, I mean, you got to even if you're anchored at yeah, Sandy, they'll pull, they'll Sandy pull you bottom, off right? Yeah, they'll just pull the anchor around. You know, I had even the small ones, even the twenty pounders will at least move you ten yards. I can't. <laughs> Why can't I get there? Because you're going to Florida. <laughs> uh, there's that. <laughs> Bugs. I, was, I actually saw that playing out. I'm like, don't ask the question, Will. Don't say it out loud. I know what he's going to say. He already has an answer. I didn't see that teed up at all. Uh, Bugs taking me out. We're go- I'm going back down to Florida. We're not going for peacocks, but we're going for everything else. I miss yeah. Boog. Tell him I said hi. I will. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, That'll be a good trip. I will tell you one thing, because the whole ent- my whole trip down there this time was absolutely flawless. The rock I tied the rope to for the mm-hmm. anchor yeah. was still at the boat ramp because <laughs> nice. I left it in case somebody needed it. Another kayaker, but there Pay is it forward. I like that. There's, <laughs> there's exactly nine point two miles when you leave the boat ramp till you get on four ninety five, and there was a wreck, and it took an hour and a half to go ten miles. Oh, on the way. Oh, that's, so, that's terrible. Never fun. I looked at Logan. I said, "It just couldn't have been perfect because it was <laughs> a mirror Something. glass river, perfect weather." Really. That's my kind of time. Never, never seen a river <laughs> That's like my that. kind of wow. river. Mm-hmm. It looked like a lake that had never been touched. It's gorgeous. Did any of you guys see the river today, Susquehanna River? Oof. 
Was it mad? It was angry. Angry. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he was like Lieutenant Dan. Was, he was mad. It was crazy. It was like swells. Like you could surf some of that stuff. Wow. Yeah. We it, had 40 mile an hour gusts. Yeah. Something like that today. Well, it, was, it just looked rough. Like really, really rough. So anyway. Love it. If anybody's yeah. interested ever in the ongoings or upcoming events of Will's Fishing Adventures, never mind, he's not going to tell you or post them to anybody ever. That's not true. I told everyone I was going. I missed it. I told everybody I, I was doing something this particular time period, and everyone was welcome, and no one said a thing. I'm only bringing it up because I'm grouchy about it now. <laughs> some, well, some of us were waiting, like... I'd like to do Did something, you know about but, this? but I don't want to influence. No, I didn't know about this specific outcome. I haven't seen my brother in weeks. Yeah. Real proud of him for going to ATA. Yeah. The guys did great. And I sit down. How you doing, Thank buddy? You. I'm well, going to Florida. <laughs> what are you doing this week? <laughs> going to Florida tomorrow. Fish with Boog. See you in six days. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving a day before it snows. You know I what's going to be cool? Before it snows. We didn't catch any snook when we were down last time. If you no. go back and listen to the Florida trips, yeah. we tried. But that'll be cool. I hope you get a snook this time. I would love it. I hope you get snooky. Yeah. In Florida, you might see snooky. Yeah. The one from Jersey Shore. Oh, that oh, one. That's snooky. Yeah. That's New Jersey. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> it's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Either one, a uh, fish or person will be fine. <laughs> be uh, fine. Either snook or snooky. I, um, the bug always takes care of you. And yeah. I, I'm literally, uh, just packing my underwear and jeans and, <laughs> you know, like like absolutely just bare. Well, you like, should take <laughs> some shirts. I know it's warmer down there, but you'll get burnt, bud. I'm going to take some long sleeves, maybe some SP- FPFs. SPFs? Maybe some SPFs. Yeah. Do do, do that. yeah. He's right, though. If you go down to visit Boog, he, he don't just wake you up at your hotel. He brings you breakfast. He's yeah. already made. Don't even think what were those about chimichanga things you had to have? or whatever they are. Yeah, Cubonga yeah. thingies. Yeah. Cubonas. They're amazing. You having some Cubans? Like cigars? Cubana. It was a Cuban It breakfast. was like a breakfast. Oh. From a Cuban restaurant. wrap. He's got the bait in the truck already. Lines he been redone have, all night. He told me, and, and like, like I, you know, like I didn't have this already in the back of my head teed up, but he was like, yeah, don't bring any tackle or anything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, no, no, no problem. That's cool. Thank you, sure? you so much. Yeah. Um, but the, I'm flying on Frontier. You ever do that? You have yeah. to pay for everything. Like, you have to pay for an extra hoodie if you wear one. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's stupid. Like huh. every, It's like, a cheaper flight if you take nothing. If yeah. you are a dude with a plastic belt buckle, you can get you can go as cheaply as possible. Yeah. We flew to Florida one time on Frontier. We ended up making um, Hunter serve drinks to the other people so we didn't have to pay for, for his extra luggage. Yeah. 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 You can do you can barter with them. Like I, bet you could. I bet you could. You can dicker for days with those guys. If, yeah. There's ways. You can literally wear get out of the shower just leave your towel and put your flip flops on and that's yeah uh, if you do that you're going to get wallet. down there very cheaply yeah. but like if you want 
uh, you have to whatever chair you pick. It doesn't matter where you are in the plane. It costs money. So your plane uh-huh. ticket's one thing, but and then, then your seat you is pick a- your seat. It costs another whack of money. One way, then you got to the pay the other way back. It's really no. You can use the restroom. Seventeen fifty. That'll be how bad you got to go, bud. What do you got in your pocket? It's no different than any other one or two. They charge you for two. Regulated. You're dumping. Everything's a la carte, including landing gear. Your choice. You're dumping at thirty six thousand feet. It's going to cost you. That's good. Well, have a great flight, Will. (laughs) Enjoy. It's a good thing that your host is going to be amazing. You'll need it when you get there. I need. I'm not. I I hope that it, it's only a you know four three hour flight or whatever so it's, a, yeah, it's not a bad yeah. deal. But are you staying with Boot? Yeah, going right to his house. Cool. You know that's the other thing. So maybe my airplane is going to cost me whatever, but Boot's <laughs> taking care of everything else. Yeah. So that's life, a good deal. life is good. You got to go back to Meats. Remember that place? That's down south. We're we're up north now. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, you're going to be heading to someplace warm. That's right. Yeah, That'd be nice. I'll, I'll be out. I'll be out in the freezing cold weather this weekend. I, I, that predator hunt starts tomorrow, so I'll be out well, Friday night. Yeah, they're calling for some snow, sleet, freezing rain, ten, fifteen mile an hour winds. So You've got a pretty yeah. sweet we'll, setup there. We'll, on we'll that be out there. Tripod. Yeah, we'll we'll be out there. Hopefully, we'll lay some fur down and have a good time. I hope you do. Yeah. PA's Flintlock season's wrapping up this weekend, mm-hmm. so we'll try to fill one more doe tag. We'll see how that goes. Hmm. You know what we need to do right now, though? Hmm. Pick. Yeah. I need you to take that muzzle off Stevie so he can let us know a little bit about this month's other sponsor. Okay. Hey, Stevie, tell us about this month's other sponsor. (laughs) This month is also brought to you in part by Miser Creative LLC. Rutten River Pursuits podcast is a production of Miser Creative LLC. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast or if you need help creating video content for social media... Look us up. Give Will an email at will at ruttenriverpursuits.com for more information or pricing options. Those guys at Miser, creative. Uh, They're yeah. all right. They create some stuff. Heck yeah. They do. So, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brian. When we aren't at ATA and... Fibbing shooting, about going fishing in Florida. Shooting bows and <laughs> not telling our friends about fishing in Florida and paying for our... Dookies in the sky, <laughs> dumping it, <laughs> dumping it thirty six thousand. Where can folks find us? They can find us at ruttenriverpursuits.com They can find us on all your social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters. Don't forget to check us out on the YouTube mm-hmm. at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Podcast. And make sure that you listen to this podcast and all of our other podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcast. I love those Apple Podcasts. The apples. I know you do, bud. It's good stuff. Yep. Well, like Mr. Miser always said, we did this current some justice. We sure did, boys. I, I like to think we did. I hope, you know... You guys appreciate all our hard work, traveling all those miles. Oh, it's tough. It's nearly impossible to wrap the ATA into just one show it's when not, we got a yeah, couple of things right. to touch base on. I mean, Catfish and I sat there at the show and did, I think, an hour and a half that we trimmed down into about 70 minutes. So 
yeah, to, to I, try to come back and it's rehash not even it. Realistic. No. So I'm just kind of. You could talk all good luck. Day about yeah. it. Grab some bullet points and 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 uh, if you're there, then you understand. And if you're not, then which is nothing, nothing short of good news for all of our fans and listeners and everybody out there. The archery industry is strong. Yeah. And thriving. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of good things mm. out there. So just get outdoors. Excellent. That's point. it. I That's think it. that uh, people need to start planning on the Great American Outdoor Show and come oh, say yeah. hi to us. Uh-huh. There it is. If you have any questions about anything we talked about, come find us and we'll tell you all about it. Yeah, we'll be there all week. Love it. Good on you, boys. All right. Another great show. Fly Frontier. <laughs> See you. Get outdoors. <laughs> But I don't like it because I don't think I can do it. Yeah, and if, if that makes sense, I like, think I'm that. I'm there. I'm yeah, in his ever, camp, a hundred percent. I don't. I don't like Lamborghinis because I'll never I have don't one. Think I could? <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm the, I'm the same. You know, I, I just, you hate Lamborghinis because I'll never own one. I, but I, if you gave me one in camo with 38 inch rockers on it, I would drive that sucker a day. Yeah, those rockers hold salt. I hope he gives you one because I want to drive my truck over the top of one so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You hit the release and it's dead on. Not to kick over, a, you know, a, an injured turtle, but would this have helped you? <laughs> Which I've done twice <laughs> in your life, or yeah. just like Tonight. recently? Do you think this might have been uh, of use to you during the your recent archery adventure? Is in buck season? Absolutely. You can't go to the indoor 3D range anymore and shoot against me if you're having to sing on your bow. What? No. Says you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> They'll be outlawing that stuff for yeah, 3D. Th- now, there, well, there are... He'll probably grab it and bust it off my thing. <laughs> when you're not looking. When I'm not looking, then I'll have to use that yeah. Burris Forever warranty. What happened? No questions asked what warranty. What happened to your fancy site there, buddy? They call it the catfish warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.